characters in the wheel of time and they're like these devirin as characters and it's day 93 amazing. under the dome that explains with necessities everything. growing dangerously low who knows what spark will set off this powder keg i can't sorry go off on first of its kind the first dome on, anyway, on the anyway. wheel of time because you don't want to get him started on the wheel of time we, yeah dude. i've been on i've been don't. on car rides with richard where he will just literally from from front to back explain the plot in detail to the entire series like i know and, basically what and happens in that book i have no interest you in reading don't it's Alex, a book or it's a show I've book. gone through like i've gone through them so many times that like I still you've watched you've read them like, multiple Whoa. times no, I say gone through because I listen to it most of the time. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, just yeah. I'm just shocked that you're able to engage like fictional books. David's got a a, a real sno mm -hmm. a snooty, snotty, snobbish uh, uh, bias against reading fiction, no, which I, I don't understand. No, no, it's no. Like, and I'd like to stand. I'd like to speak for myself on this really quick because I've recently begun reading fiction. Uh, because I think it's a great thing to do to like you know enjoy yourself and unwind. But this like supernatural uh or sci-fi fiction is really hard for me to get into like i could get into some drama or something like i don't know something a little some serious dark fiction but man sci like i couldn't read the halo books okay uh, yeah, I that's, think, that's I what think it's halo, qualified as halo nerd is fiction. it's too muddy it's muddied waters it's just like game of thrones it's yeah they're all written by different with people awesome fucking movies awesome fucking game so you have your own idea of what the story should be because you've been playing it so any type of reading on that any type of like reading on game of thrones i'm just like it's just funny that david's you know I mean? reference of a fiction same book thing with was harry the potter. halo books as opposed to like uh, i don't okay, know like that, a mark twain book or like right? the or like the game of thrones book <laughs> Game of Thrones, what's up, cabron? I thought that you were gonna take it. Oh my god, Whoa. what you know? Oh, what you gonna go? Game of Thrones, it's totally fucking fictional. Yeah. If you read fiction, you ain't got good diction. You gotta read non-fiction, you little bitch. Yeah, I be learning. Yeah, I be bettering. Yeah. My life, yeah, I'm endeavoring. My wife. Yeah, me and my friend Richard reading fiction. Yeah, you know, Game of Thrones, it's a mission that I'm on. Yeah, every book I buy, yeah, it's gone. I throw it away, throw it in the trash. Yup, I'm getting ass. On my skin, from reading fiction from morning to evening. Yeah. Oh my god, Alex is gonna have a fucking long episode yelling. Long uh. episode, probably not too long. I imagine it might actually be eating oolong. I'm over at the Korean barbecue, you gone. And I don't know, but I'm about to sing two songs one uh. and two and three and four. It's Cinco de Mayo, that's five, you know. Oh my God! What just <laughs> start the show? Welcome to Dome, we, you a little hoe. We got the fucking Irish menace to be oh, with us dope. on Cinco de Mayo. Fuck! I guess we haven't introduced you, no, Richard. Yeah, People yeah. know, but hey, what's good? It's pretty much uh, any drinking holiday. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here. And, any for <laughs> any foreign holiday that we disrespect by drinking. So we might as well do the drop. Fuck it, history. Welcome to contemporary American history. Hear the drops this time, folks. Thank God. We've upgraded severely since our previous interactions. Uh, um, so we just, we, uh, Richard and I, uh, I mean, I know we're supposed to start the history part, but uh, we just did no. a, um, we, we just did a, a virtual bachelor party for a friend of ours who we talked about briefly on the last show. And I got to say, uh, having to, trying to talk over uh, 
12 different people is is not not that fun <laughs> I say but i think we the killed the fact it. that we got it done shows the chemistry we all had like, i already know that uh, that uh okay we're gonna do it again but I, I wish someone else would maybe invest in a pro account so it's not just me having to host the thing <laughs> sure there's there's a layer no, of too bad alex don't be a little bitch there's a layer of we're not having it unless you're playing a, there. There's a layer of conversation that can't be had in a massive Zoom call that you could in real life be having. Like multiple conversations can occur in real life, but when you're on Zoom, there can only be one conversation. Whereas if you're hey, sitting around, creative. yeah, if, if you're just we, sitting we around we a big table, if you're sitting around we a big legit table, called each other and talked to each other on the phone while we were on Zoom. Oh, so there were separate calls a, occurring a separate on the conversations. phone. Conversations, yeah. It's well, like walking off and having a separate conversation. That's what I'm saying. We like, oh, that. some of us go outside to smoke a cigarette, or some of us are like in the kitchen. That's exactly what we yeah, did. Yeah, there was a fun. We took a pong rip. <laughs> there was a fun moment where uh, uh, one of my buddies, John, who started the Zoom call at his house, eventually made an appearance at Richard's house. Oh my God. He just shows up in Richard's webcam after we had just Holy seen him on his own webcam. Kind That's of kind of me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was pretty turned. <laughs> but at anyway, point. it's um, hilarious that there was that there was people like in the same, you know, city that were still zooming separately. Like Alex and CJ were both in the same apartment, but they were zooming separately. Also, it's just funny that there couldn't be small groups put together, you know? Well, that's yeah. what ended up happening with Richard and John. Thank God. Right. Um, but okay. So it's, yeah, it's, it's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, we're not as uh, uh, punctual or cogent with this episode as we were with the St. Patrick's day episode. Cause we're not releasing this day of, right. This, this is going, you're listening to this on, on this Saturday or Ocho Sunday. De Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but Wait. we're still <laughs> going to talk about the history of Cinco de Mayo and figure out if we can get to the bottom of uh of this uh of this holiday oh, for sure we're gonna nail it this time um my if so first let's just uh richard knows but i just want to go um just based on what we know about the holiday what do you think cinco de mayo is david go uh something to do with mexican independence all right well i'm thinking let's see cinco de mayo uh there's a lot of drinking involved sure um <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the case. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a historian here. Richard's a historian. I'm just trying to give my best. I'm, guess. I want to hear your guess. Uh, my Mayo is, I think Mexican for mayonnaise. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Um, so I believe. It sure looks like it. On, on the fifth. How about this? This is better. I thought about this one earlier. Um, it's basically. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Shut up, Richard. I'm trying to get a good bit out. It's basically April Fool's Day for Mexicans in May. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. That's. I mean, that's definitely funny. Uh, Another great joke. joke. I missed the joke because I was thinking too literally, uh, as always. Well, you know, it like uh, people people call uh, Mexican homeboys foos. Foo, what's out, up, foo? Out here. Oh, wow, oh, okay. Yeah. It's definitely something that occurs more in the Los Angeles area than anywhere else I've lived. Yeah, no, yeah, and interesting little known fact, like the battle that this whole celebration commemorates. We're getting into it, folks. Happens to happens to be was called Los Angeles, but it was actually I think in Mexico. Really, it's it was so, it's called the it Battle was Los of Los Angeles. Angeles. In, yeah, it was in Mexico, but they changed they changed the name for the general who won the victory. Who was kind of it? Thing. Uh, 
Inglesias Saragah. Gabriel Inglesias. Gabriel Inglesias won the Inglesias, war. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Um, yeah, it's pretty lengthy, but um, yeah, it was cool. So okay, Anyways, um, so this and this I'm took a, place. I'm gonna in... turn this soccer game off. That's replaying all the awesome highlights <laughs> good, good real call. quick. Okay, so it distracted. Yeah, we started a, a little bit later today just because of the soccer game that no one no one thought of the other day and. And then, and then I'm over I here like it. everything's set up, and I'm like, "All right." Are you kidding me? How did I not think of it? Why do you think I pushed for this day off so much? I was like, mm. "You're right." We, well, we thought you were I pushing. Didn't, I, just I, I was, I was like, <laughs> "All right." Thought, no, we we thought you were pushing it, it for the day off to get on the podcast, not so that you could watch if, fucking Chelsea beat Real Madrid. You would think for such a, a, a historically Latin sport, they would have taken the day off right. of soccer. It's well, only that, bro. Well, First of all, that's Real Madrid in Spain has nothing to do with Mexico. In fact, they left them high and dry for the fucking French, for like vultures for the French to come in there and try and take over. That's what it was. It was the Franco-Mexican Wars that was taking place. This was in, the. And uh, this is what we're talking about with Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, okay. Cinco de Mayo, 1862, the Battle of Puebla. Puebla. Anyways, Puebla, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, a battle took place between 6,000 uh, French soldiers, uh, 2,000 um, uh, Mexicans. Uh, it was in the east, northern east of Mexico at the time. Um, Wait, so, and, pe- so people from France came to South yeah, America to fight. So it was Napoleon era. Yeah. To, to take some, uh, so to take some land? So all the, the British, the Spanish, the uh, Spanish, and the French. Hey. Catch me out here, young Napoleon, yeah, you know we get it on I'm over here, Cabron, yeah, I'm over with my homes Yeah, I'm over in South America, we get it done, uh, yeah Fuck the Spanish and fuck the Mexicans French for life, yeah, I'm the best of them Napoleon, yeah, I'm going on, yeah What you know about me, I sing my song Uh, see who play, yeah, you is gay, yeah, I don't play Yeah, I'm only here to say that I'd rather French kiss a dame than fight the French Yup, I'm about to eat some French toast, I'm the most bleu, yo, who are you? Au revoir and bonjour too Yeah, those are just some words that I know that are French Yeah, uh, I know a little bit more Spanish We go hola, como, se llama, manzana Hey, what you know about me, minana uh, I'ma go and it'll be the sixth of the place for Mexico Yeah, it's yo, a really cool race How about this? Voy a rapear en español porque sé Si, si tu madre la conozco yeah. Damn, did you just make that up right now? Yeah. That's so damn cool Yo, David could speak Spanish What's up, He's yeah. a fool I'm a big old fool from the, the original country Hey, last two beats were Muchacho by Black Rose Beats And Maria by Hossie Beats You'll notice there's a Latin flavor to all the beats this yeah, week dude, the beats this week are spicy Caliente Definitely, I, I feel like it I might I was gonna say Pitbulls yeah, Pitbull yep. style. Okay. There we go. You're right, Richard. Dale. It, they're not necessarily Mexican, but they're Latino. I was looking up something the other day about where to, what does Dale come from? Because it's Dale. Not, I think it's supposed it's a shortened word of Andale. That sounds that sounds fair. Dale also means like if you just said Dale, it's like hit it or give me or give it. Something oh, like that. Oh, never mind. That's then. way cool. Because I, I looked it up and I couldn't find that definition. Well, the, ever. the but, verb. Like if you're yelling to the musicians over there. Dale. Dale. The, her, the verb Dale. is dar, which is D A R. It's the verb to give. But when you say dale, it's like hit it. But andale, it could be an abbreviation of andale. So who knows? That's kind of what I thought. But um, that's just because I when I searched Dale, uh, I I found nothing in regards to hit it or whatever. It was that was kind of the direction that it went. But um, 
Let's get back to the so the French. Oh, they're yeah. attacking. Uh, let me get back to it. Are, are the French I, in? I don't know so the French are in South America yeah. attacking the Mexican people at this point. Yeah. So and there's Brits there uh, under Napoleon, uh, under one of their generals, he sent over to Mexico to take advantage of their desperate situation because they were borrowing money from the British, Spanish, and the French, and uh, they all three came calling at the door in Veracruz, and uh, they were like, "Fucking give us our money." And then Napoleon saw that. The Mexicans were obviously weak because they just paid out the British and and Spanish, and they just went back to their country. And like, we're fucking good. We got our money back, and then French stayed there, put six thousand men. I don't know all the political ideas. I should could have went in depth, but this isn't what yeah, we, we got. We we Cinco confirmed Mayo, Richard for the so. pod yesterday, folks. So don't don't judge him on. <laughs> he didn't get to do a lot of prep no, work. We don't want to. We don't want to go too in depth with this. But uh, yeah, this the independence happened way before this. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They declared independence way before this. So, so what yeah, does this have to this do is, with? This has nothing to do with the uh, Mexicans and Mexican Independence Day. So the so, so wait, sorry, David. So this has nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo. Or? So, so the no, whole the nothing. French sorry. invading they, Mexico. They don't even consider this a federal holiday. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're, you're saying that Mexico doesn't really give a shit about this holidays? No, 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 not at all. There's only uh, like the the city of uh, Puebla. They uh. I hope I'm saying that right. But I, I don't know. Who cares? I think you're you are saying it yeah. right. It's like Pueblo with an A at the end. You're saying it right. Yeah. Well, is that like the feminine version. No, yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. But what is Pueblo mean? So it's only in that one place, Towns. that one that one city where they're like uh, that they recognize <laughs> this holiday over there. Like only <laughs> only in Puebla are they like yo Cinco yeah, de Mayo? No, they also have some parades and stuff, but like. Some people and then reenact the battle because it was important. Like there's reenactment for it. They, it was like a rejuvenating battle of like uh, they they got a lot of um, hope from this battle after they defended off with two thousand men. That honestly, it was a it was a Texan Mexican someone from Texas, a Texican, uh, yeah, a Texican, and uh, he was uh, he kind of had that lead, the leader leader position there, and he fended off these six thousand fucking french that came calling and he fucking killed 500 of them they fell down and, i mean and could, like six thousand very, very small amount of six thousand yeah, puny ass french dudes really is like see, two thousand that's Mexicans, what i'm saying you know? so i just want to mexicans just are pretty small state too, this though. for the record but they got more soul french i hate to say it but y'all suck dude the military <laughs> this always sucks going directly just, out to the french right dude, now this and this is for, coming from a guy saying, who took years to of french it, you took years of french richard I'm just saying, they're lovers. <laughs> he doesn't want to admit to it. <laughs> you took French in no, high yeah. school, right? I fucking Weren't you love the French. only kid? I love their food. I love their culture. You were... I love their stories. Like, you were like honestly, this... if you study the French, they have the coolest, like, little, does... I guess, like, reasons for doing things. Does they're the so does the does oh, the cro- does it. the croissant witch at Burger King count as French food? Because <laughs> I love French food. If that's the case, honestly, a good oh, croissant, man. fucking kicks so much ass right, right, i remember right. well, like uh growing up my mom just started buying croissants at costco uh and we would just have uh avocado croissants oh that's and man ooh. that shit that's slaps. funny because my mom would buy man. my mom would buy croissants but they would be chocolate filled so, chocolate croissants dude <laughs> i used to like she would buy like a pack of six you kind of look like a chocolate croissant i and i am i wish i was filled hey, with chocolate hey, definitely <laughs> question for you what's up Cinco de Mayo, they have like one of the main one of the main foods is like this spicy chocolate shit like a mole or um, i don't know that's like the traditional cinco de mayo dish okay and with like tacos 
and I, tequila. I have obviously. no, I have no idea what the Whatever fuck that is. I do know what tequila is, and I'm gonna be. What drinking. is that spicy chocolate? They put like chili and chocolate and and mix it up on a lot of like desserts. I'm honestly, I'm really not familiar. Like the the illusion mm. is that because I grew up in Spain well, that I know well, how about, about how about this, culture, Alex? But I You've don't. been to Mexico a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's have. listening to. No, you, I'm I listening. Think. I'm ready for the question. Richard feels oh, no, ignored. I was just wondering. I'm sending CJ. A, no, a I was just wondering. Asking him to tone it down a little. No, <laughs> I don't think we can. Can we hear him? Just in case. Okay. Who cares? Oh, is he yelling online? Yeah. I can get him on my headphones online, and I can just tell him, "Hey, they told you to shut the fuck up." <laughs> but now we're good. good. But okay, ask the question. I like. I didn't mean to derail the fucking no. pod by texting on my phone. <laughs> No, you should get back on your phone and look up the ingredients to that national dish. Emole. Okay, okay. I remember the enole geckos uh, like, that we I used thought, to have? Because it's a dessert, and how does, like, spicy chocolate taste good? I've, I've heard of, like, chili chocolate, like, with, um, with like, uh, like red chili. You know what I'm talking about? Red chili chocolate? I've had that before. Oh, man, there's some weird Mexican stuff here. <laughs> But, Ibarra yeah. Mexican chocolate. Let's, Man, uh, I feel like I feel like we need to be. Let's expand checked. on Cinco de Mayo yeah, history yeah, let's get back to real the quick. <laughs> so this was a big opportunity for them to be like they pushed back the French and were like we're we're no easy meat and they eventually went back to uh, Mexico and or Veracruz wherever the head emperor I think they call it carnitas was, we're we're no we're no easy asada <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and they they basically. <laughs> Asada, 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 carne, asada. If you know me, I like the carne, and I'm about to call you my brother. Asada, asada, got the carnitas, yeah. Ooh, I like all the spicy señoritas. Ooh, they caliente. Ooh, on this holiday, yeah. On the fifth of May. Uh, asada, please, homie, pasala. Yo, that means pass it. Let me fucking grab it, put it in a little fucking casket. That's what I call the taco, fucking wheat flour. Yo, I got a, a casket. I call it a Tosco, and I fill it with brisket. Uh, yeah, you know me. I got the pulled pork, got the uh, uh, ma- uh, matcha. Yeah, I got the burrito. I'm a mariachi, uh, mariachi in Mexico. What? Oh my God, what you know? Got the Spanish beats, got the flow. Yo, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm eating ensalada. That means salad. Drinking michelada. Dancing ballad, uh, mariachi bands. Whoa, I get bands, fucking hands. Bro, this is the this is the episode. If you have friends who are his, of Hispanic descent, this is the one you should recommend to them. You should. This is the one you recommend. Oh, they no, don't listen that. to because of how much we disrespect yeah. the culture. I, I, honestly, I think we are honoring the culture. I, I really don't. <laughs> and with Dave on this one, can dude, we take a dude. Here's the thing: the Mexicans don't give a shit like other races do. Like, sure. uh, remember when uh fucking Speedy Gonzalez that oh, controversy yeah. happened? And people were like, yo, we're going to get rid of Speedy Gonzalez. All the Mexicans were like, bro, we fucking love Speedy Gonzalez. What the hell are you doing, bro? That's, that was our representation, dog. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Definitely. Maybe don't. Maybe tell like your third generation Mexican friend to listen to this. If they're like a first gen, like if they're, if they're fresh off the truck, then maybe don't have them listen to this. Well, I think uh, even we, had, we already talked about Fluffy. Uh, he's got a great joke about how. Mexicans uh, don't get offended by anything. They just go, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were talking about... Um, Apparently the French and like... Yeah, and in, the- closing, in closing, it has nothing really to do with 
their in- independence. And Alex, I forgot what you what you what what you say. I think I said what, something about uh, how uh, so they on- do they only sell it that town Puebla where this whole or city or whatever you would call it. I'm not 100 percent sure. They're the main celebrator of this holiday because it, it all went yeah. down there. The other folks are just yeah. like doesn't really matter to us. Yeah. And so in America is where most of the celebrations happen. And it's in very in like Houston. Uh, uh, so obviously Texas, uh, Cal- California, L.A. area a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago has a big one. But um, all this is mostly Hispanic for, community. Uh, the, uh, it's a it's a Mexican heritage, yeah. uh, Hispanic heritage. You know what I mean? It's a, it's an awareness. You know what I mean? And it's also Boys Day. The Emperor. The Boys, is that it yesterday? Boys Day today. Was that yesterday? I don't know. It might have been yesterday. The general's <laughs> name was Ignacio I'm... Saragossa. Ooh, Ignacio. That, yeah. Speaking uh, of which, Sarago- Saragossa. Saragossa. Well, in Mexico, yeah, you'd say Saragossa. Yeah. Honestly, I love I love the Spanish language. I guess and the Latin. The the Spanish language is also spoken very differently in different places. Like you could go to fucking Argentina and not understand a fucking word. Oh, Cuban. Here's the thing. I think David is is uh, lying when he every time every time I'm like, yo, David, what does this word mean? He's he's like, "Ah, it's a different dialect. Uh, uh, You know, they speak Spanish differently over there. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that you know your own language as well as you think. Hey, that's on you, bro. It's true. It's it's true (laughs) that there are so many varieties of Spanish. He can can straight up translate Italian to me, but he can't translate a different variety of Spanish, apparently, quote unquote. I can't fully translate Italian. I could like pick up what's going on, sort of. But like, it's just like you could go to fucking Chile Paraguay and Argentina and if you went to like a, a real ass village if you went to the heart of the place and heard some real ass person speaking it the way they really speak it you wouldn't understand shit so this is this is my thing to Alex so Spain very close to Italy uh, and they both have Latin roots so does while, yeah so does France and so does like, Greece so just because the natives in Mexico were influenced by this the Spanish the Latin language doesn't mean their the roots of their language is Latin. You know what I mean? That's why it's probably way different. Like a dialect in Spanish is different in Mexico than it would be in Spain. But he can understand Italian. I'd say it's because it has Latin roots. So maybe Man. maybe it's, it's easier to understand. Fucking Richard took us back to hit to school, history school. Dude, we fucking got to the bottom of that. Well, Richard, they, that's well maybe think so. maybe just... that'll conclude uh, the history of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. I'll hit him with the drop oh, again. As, as Fuck history. Welcome to contemporary American history. Yeah, of course. And where? And they go almost get like seven million dollars, seven hundred million revenue from beer so hell yeah Takate pacifico corona i went to where they manufacture pacifico uh yeah. two novembers ago um yeah uh, it's mexico <laughs> um, hopefully we can break it this year because a lot of people are staying home so a lot more drinking at home that's what i'm saying but okay guarantee less tequila is gonna be taken advantage of um, i don't know i'm just gonna run and grab a, the my second blondie from the fridge i'm sure you guys dude i need a maui Get, why don't we just grab mine too Yo, Richard, right. I have a question we'll for you. Down. Would you um first off, 
Modelo seems to be the primary beer drunk by the Latino community here in Are Los you saying Angeles. that because you just don't want to say Corona? No, people be drinking Modelos specifically for some reason. And but it's, they're a little bit more expensive than Tecate. Yeah, right? definitely. And I, I think it's viewed as the luxurious one. But also, Richard, would you get a master's in history right now? Like if for some reason, let's say the Dome with Banfomania podcast explodes and it has eternal funding for everyone and anyone who wants to, you know, further themselves and we're like we'll pay for would i go back to education to educate would you get a master's more? in history i would go for a doctorate 100 percent. you can't really you would get a phd instead yeah That's for the same sure thing isn't it no it's different you're either a master's, master and PhD? then there's a doctor i would definitely because i think i would enjoy going from a master's to a phd more than i would trying to get my master's my master's would suck no the master so, like, is easier all, dude the that's like all the work but uh, you'd say that but like just i don't know it just sounds like all the work. <laughs> and then I don't know shit about active. shit, Richard. I've like <laughs> the master's is in order less difficult than the PhD. Like it's you're a master and then a doctor. That's literally how it goes. Rudge. <laughs> I think we see, I see, I see this differently. Cause like, for instance, like all the gen eds are supposed to be easy in college, but like, I didn't get grades. Honestly, it, to me, you know it's, it I seems, did better when I want when I was in the upper level class. It seems like the only reason like, why you would ever gauging. The only reason you would ever need to have a master's or doctorates in history would be if you wanted to be a professor of history at some college. Well, and I think also if you're gonna, no, it's for it's like getting your license in anything. Yeah, and I also it's think that if you want to be if you want to be respected in the long run and like if you want to be one of these people that gives lectures or gives talks or like maybe you do a Ted talk or you're brought onto a podcast to speak, you know, seriously PhDs and have creda- a, a master's or a PhD would give you the credentials to be like, Oh, and such and such a master's in history is going to speak about this. And then all of a sudden, 100%. right. You, so, so you get it. So that you can tell like have credentials to teach basically what I said. I mean, you said so like, to be a professor and I'm saying like, in, in, you could do teach. <laughs> well, nah. that's what I'm saying you're currently doing. That's why I think there's really no reason for you to get a, a doctorate. You're over. You've got a podcast where you get to give history segments, <laughs> and you know what? I think that you've made it as a historian. I will jump on this uh, <laughs> non-education side of things to well, say. Wait, that... hold on, real quick. Can I? Can we get a little ASMR? Yeah, sure. Yo, wait, can one more, one more. Hold on. Uh, Yo, uh, yeah. I just interrupted go- the ASMR, yeah, what do you know, yeah, I'm going real far, yeah, I go hard, yeah, I'm at the bar, I got the blondie, and I give it a par, yeah, I'm about to pour the blondie into my cup, yeah, you know me with a rhythm, motherfucker. yeah, I only fuck, uh, I don't suck, but on Tuesdays, yeah, I act really like I get luck, uh, I'm about to drink on something real tasty, yeah, you know me, I'm getting hasty, I've been dancing with Charles Manson, yeah, we getting like we're murdering, uh, I wonder if blondie But I don't know, yo, hey, what's the word? Yo, I was opening a can when the fucking freestyle came in, man Oh my god, hold the can in my hand Blondie, it's not a man, it's a lady, yup About to get rabies from a bitch, yup Uh, I gotta scratch an itch, uh Let me lick Scratch an itch Blondie is, uh, was a band A female, female-led band they had a couple of hits. I can't really think of any. Heart of Glass was the one I can think of off the top of my head. Exciting. Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a beer. Grab another beer. Grab I didn't want to be rude. I didn't no, want to no. be rude. No, you're never you're never rap, being but... you're never being more rude than we are to the rest of the people in our lives. <laughs> 
That's yeah. an interesting satire. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It is totally not true. I keep uh, zipping and unzipping this pocket. I'm, I'm, like, I don't know how to stop. It's like a weird. Uh, don't stop. Believing. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, speaking of 80s bands, folks, we got Blondie. We got Journey. How about Rush? Getty. That dude, Getty, he's been getting in the memes. Yanni. Lately. What about Yanni? I don't know. He plays guitar or something. He's got like an orchestra or something. Um, I, how about this? I got I got a thing. Since, Hit me. Uh, this is the uh, premier holiday de Mexicano. Um, I was going to say I've got some movie recommendations. If uh, if you're so inclined to watch something, uh, you know, Mexico themed today. Um, Are you going to say Zorro? Uh, Zorro. Definitely a Which few one? Antonio Zorro. Banderas uh movies on here the I'm mexican yeah I'd the mexican is on there that's on point well the mexican what? is uh is brad pitt oh wait when the what's the you're you're thinking of uh uh desperado oh that's it and once upon a time in mexico and the uh, first one el mariachi which he's not which antonio is not mm-hmm. in but those are on the list folks here's the thing once I, upon I, a time in mexico yeah, has yeah. to be one of the best. No, no, no that's yeah, that's uh, that's that's the the Mexico Ever. trilogy. That's, so you oh like that gosh. movie a lot. You're down. Oh, with it's that. so good. Okay. Even, even my family likes that, and that's it's pretty. It's pretty edgy, as far edgy. as it goes with Hell like yeah, the, the sex scenes. Edgy like, day. That with the VCR. <laughs> Fast forwarding the sex scenes. Yo, I'm yeah, into dude. that. I mean, back in the day, you kind of had to uh, like. Uh, just, I'm just still in case at the point where in. I'm watching like a sex scene in, with like a group of friends, even at your house and shit. I'm looking around like, are we gonna? Are we, we, gonna, are like, we all about to jerk off? Like, the- <laughs> um, okay, uh, so it's. I was gonna say it's funny how many uh, movies about Mexico have to do with drugs. Almost fifty percent of them have yeah. to do with drugs. <laughs> I would say when I was when I was coming up with this list. Um, Richard, do you remember when we used to watch obscure movies every Thursday? We called it Obscure's Day. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. Do you remember That's that great. film that he's uh, made me watch some crazy ass shit, bro? Been there. Do you remember that film, yeah. uh, Holy Mountain, that we watched? It was a. Uh, it was made by uh, uh, Jaredowski or fuck. I can't remember. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name. Give me, right. give me the plot a little bit. There really was not much of a plot. It was like a psychedelic movie where uh, it just it was like this journey. Uh, where where these beings were just trying to reach enlightenment on a mountain. I, I honestly, I, if you asked me to give you a plot, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I swear we all like watched it. Like three people walking up a mountain? Or was it two people? Shit, like, dude. Not, like, For some reason, little, I think there was a bunch of people. Characteristics. I do remember that there was a scene where there was a bunch of little boys with their dicks painted green. Oh. Uh, what the fuck? Little ripe bananas. Yeah, that was little Wait, plantains. I do remember a lot of children in a lot of these foreign films, they have a weird fetish with children i don't know if it's a like fetish main... i think that their ideas about censorship and sex are different over in foreign countries uh, yeah. so they'll show a little boy's well, penis they, in a movie they feel like they can use use kids in movies to make it more colorful like colorful well, yeah I, the, 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 I, I do recall that the boys weren't being used in a sexual sense it was almost like some kind of that's weird what i'm metaphor. saying like it's just oddly represented I mean, kids are usually naked. I feel like I'm just speaking I was, in general in foreign films. But anyway, that movie was way. shot in Mexico. So if you guys uh, want to see some re- weird and psychedelic, <laughs> fucking check out the Holy Mountain. Uh, another one uh, that uh, is doesn't have to do with drugs. Um, La Bamba, the story of Richie Valens. Haven't seen that. Ah, la, 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 la Bamba. Remember that? Nope. Para bailar la Bamba. But anyway, that guy what, died. Which one I did remember was that. 
I think it was Runaway Lola or something like that, where she's just legit running. Run Lola, run. Fuck. That's oh. that was. Lola, I think that was we. I think we switched over to foreign movie Fridays at that point, and we were just watching foreign <laughs> films. Yeah, uh, for, that's. I, yeah, we had a couple films, of. That's where I really got like. Because Obscure's Day yeah. was something we did with uh, John Ross, who is I see mean, a lot of these foreign films were more obscure <laughs> than. Uh, it's true. Uh, well, yeah. it 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 takes a. It goes both ways. I, it's funny how many people I know that have like just never seen a foreign film whatsoever. Like I was like, one of those people. Like <laughs> it was a very very famous foreign film. If I seen it, yeah. I feel like it's got because of streaming. Foreign films are now far more accessible. It's not as rare to be watching some foreign shit, especially when like fucking parasite wins the Oscar shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard to encounter Still a foreign film. People don't want to, people don't want to read subtitles. You as a thing. Parasite, Richard. Yeah. Rich, just make sure I you think I should. set the phone Honestly, down while you watch. You it. guys have educated me on so many movies already. And I, I'm always playing keep, keep Dude, up. Have you watched, up, uh, you want to call it. Have you watched the machete series? Machete. That's another one. If you're trying to watch some good ass shit. The oh, no. Machete and Machete Kills are both bangers. I'm probably going to watch Machete Kills today while I get drunk. Who's the hottie? Wow. The the chick. She's also in Fast and the Furious. Uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, no. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is so good looking. Smoking hot. I think we're getting audio from the iPad. But I don't think it's I don't think it's affecting the recording at all. But I'm hearing our audio coming from is the that iPad. static. How did my how did my uh computer move? Did I just randomly my high ass just like swooping? It is kind of funny how your it does look like your computer moved a little. It did, hundred percent. On it, it really only becomes a thing, Dave, when we start getting voluminous. I don't think it's gonna appear in our recording. I think it's gone. Okay, hell yeah, that's better. Better. Um, I was gonna show uh David this. Unfortunately, Richard, you. Won't be able to hear this. Um, I wish we could figure out a way where you could, but it's an appearance of uh, James Gandolfini on Sesame Street. Oh shit! I'm excited to see this. And it's it's really funny, and and he and he does a, a really good lesson. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, for those of you who don't you know, I'm about to send this shit to Richard right now, so he has some context to the bit we're about to get in. R.I.P. James Gandolfini, yo, I miss that dude, he is so legitimately, uh, yeah, Gandolfini, really different from Mussolini, so apart, you wouldn't understand if I fucking gave you my hand, and I was like, James Gandolfini is the dopest man to ever live, now he's dead, oh my god, R.I.P. my man James, yo, I pour one now for James, you better know the name, better recognize the fame, yeah, James, he got that game. Yo, Sopranos, yeah, that's all it goes. Uh, yeah, that's the greatest TV show that's ever has been written. Yo, you gotta fucking get yo. it in you, bro. Uh. Me and my hermanos, uh, watching the Sopranos, yeah, holding on our manos, yeah. Woo. I'm eating on a pothole, yeah. Damn. Anyway, I'm playing this video. Yo, send it to me first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, I'm sending it to fucking. The last Richard, three so beats were Go Look by 1 800 Rude Boy Diosa by Danny Eb tracks and latino by isa torres beats shout out fucking all the latin producers out in the f i mean they might not be latin they might just be producers that are doing a little spicy musica <laughs> oh did you get it I yeah did, but i accidentally made me sad 
funny if they somehow like incorporated <laughs> the uh the show into sesame street because that's why the whole time i thought he was gonna be like first thing that scares me is my mother <laughs> and then he's like uh and then uh johnny two times from new jersey scares me <laughs> that they would have like a, a a muppet character who was like a mobster come out and Something be like, like that, hey yeah. tony this town here it used to we used to be made of felt, but now we got all these skin it's guys. It's like the third thing that scares me is rotten gabagool when you're colon. And then there's some hey. sort of anthropomorphic rotten gabagool that walks by. <laughs> so, hey, I'm gabagool what's over the here. age group that watches Sesame Street? Well, you know, it's funny that uh, you're right in the sense that, well, you're not making a statement, but you're right to uh, question the age, age group because, yeah, kids would not know who James Gandolfini is, but I also... I feel like a lot of parents watch this show it's, with their kids. It's interesting. That's exactly what I'm saying because I was dying <laughs> because you expect him to be this huge, like gruesome, like villainous figure yeah. of like. No, and then he's over getting then, handed a lollipop by the and, barber. And in their minds, they're just like convinced like this happens all the time where my kids run into these evil people, but they don't know it because they're so innocent. And I'm constantly have to protect myself, you know, protect them from these people. So for me, it's like education for the kid and the parent. No, it's actually the reason Sesame Street was successful. And I randomly read about this in a Malcolm Gladwell book. That's why it fucking went well, because it was fun for the kids and for the adults. And it like had endless they, seasons because people enjoyed watching actual it. actual villain. Well, not just they him. Knew he was like in other episodes, they'll tell jokes that the parents get. 
and then the kids just think are fun. And it's like one of those things. It's the same reason like some Disney movies have layers to them where like the adults will laugh and then the kids will laugh. And it's just like fun for the whole family. Yeah. I mean, as, uh, I think that's their, Sesame like Street was, is kind of like SNL for kids. Yeah, it does have that. It is live, isn't it? No, it's not live. It's not but, live. <laughs> but other than that, you know, they've got like their <laughs> guests every week, and and they're always coming up with new sketches. Okay. Yeah, and it's a it's a dedicated cast, but they it do add like, new characters every now and then. Yeah. What? So when you said he dry hit the deck for that the, the vegetable. I was dying already. I was dying, but I muted myself because I knew I was. I oh, wow. Thing. You had the wherewithal but, uh, to be like mute button. Dude. I'm not going to laugh. Well, I think yeah. the, the Yeti has a mute button, which is something that yeah, we don't get. Excellent. You'd think that like oh, yeah, you're our, right. our, I'm used the, to that on sure the mics Xbox would Live, have though. something like that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's we've always talked about this is the dream the dream of the dome peeps. We want to have the cough button. The cough button, just, which is a mute button, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can just fucking hold that down while you just let out you all the racial slurs. You guys don't have slurs. one of those? <laughs> no. What is this? What the- it's the 21st century. Maybe you need yeah, to. Think. Maybe when you get here, Rich will invest. That's the thing, Rich. When you get here, you're gonna have to like. We'll we'll go in on it with you, but you're gonna have to invest in in one of these fucking fancy ass mics. Yeah, we're, I figured as much. If we're gonna be, if we're gonna be at all three corners of this square table, we could also just have him use one of the old mics. Fuck square. Know? What's wrong with a rectangle? Or why did Dude, I say rectangle? Hot take from Rich. Um, oh, because everyone gets an end, and then the guy in the middle. Well, we've got Judy here, uh, who uh, Judy kinda, Rodriguez today. Yeah, Judy's uh, Judy's got the Nacho Libre um, luchador mask oh. on. She can be my roommate. Which, oh yeah, movies to watch today. Nacho Libre. That's another really good one, <laughs> folks. Uh, Casa de mi Padre. Yep, Casa de mi Padre is another good Mexican comedy. If we're uh, talking comedies, uh, El Inferno. It's really an American comedy mocking shit from Mexico. I don't know, man. I bet Mexicans love Casa de mi Padre. I don't know. Can we get a Can we get a survey on that? Because I don't feel like there's no way a Mexican saw Casa de mi Padre and was like, "I'm pissed." I don't think they're pissed. I just think it's funnier to white people. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always found. That culture, yo, uh, yo. White people think it's funny to laugh at people from far away, people from New Guinea, people from Switzerland, people from New Zealand. Oh my God, I'm laughing, yeah, my skin's starting to peel. Now here's what I'm feeling, uh, yo. Casa de me Padre was real appealing uh, because here's the thing, yo. It was almost, it had some layers, bro. Before I knew about irony, I watched Casa de me Padre. See, uh, and I didn't really get it. I thought that it was acted stupidly. Yo. I didn't like it. I didn't understand that they were just making fun. They were making fan. Yeah, you gotta understand the Mexicans in their land. They used to make movies real weird, and that's what Will Ferrell was trying to do. Yeah, and he did it, and then he disappeared. No, I'm just kidding. He was back. You know. Yo, for me to understand the Will Ferrell man, I really need to take a stand and fucking start to watch movies, man. I need to take a lot of time, sit back and fucking watch movies that I might not like if I didn't understand the comedy. It's true that when I lived overseas and I hadn't maybe gained, you know, the arrogant American persona that I've now uh, embody, I didn't totally uh, feel like American humor was was i felt like it was it, there's an, there's a level of annoying arrogance to these i am- wouldn't even put casa de mi padre in that category the casa de mi padre in my opinion is almost like an art comedy it's like a it's artistic in a way like will ferrell it 
when I first watched it, I thought that Will Ferrell was just in a group like with his all of his famous actor friends. Like he's in, he's at a poker table with Adam Sandler and 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 fucking like Steve Carell at the time. It was a comedy actor, sure. or whatever. Uh, and Wait, and he's just like, look, I'm I'm I bet you guys a million dollars I could make this movie and and it could be released in theaters. Uh, but now I've come to realize that a lot of thought went into that film. And sure. Like it's it is it's legitimately like a love letter to old shitty Mexican movies. I I get that, and I'm sure like I'm sure you're not wrong. There's just I'm maybe making it a different point. Whereas there's a level of uh, of inability arrogance. to laugh at some American humor because of the perception that as a foreigner you might have of America. Like there might be this layer of, I almost feel like irony is inherently an American humor vessel. And you just like get this vibe of like, you think you're better than me type shit. And I mean, this is obviously all my um, shit that I was projecting as like a, a person who felt as like I was a foreigner when in reality I wasn't technically a foreigner, but I just was incapable of com- completely comprehending American humor. I-, I always felt, I felt more insulted, um, and that's just maybe the p- the phase that I was in. In David life. had just, to watch the Simpsons and Spirit. Did that just so. go for movies though, <laughs> or is it movies and comedians? Because I've heard you talk about how, as like uh, the American, really arrogant, like I don't know, broad speaking. I don't know, comedians are like. Yeah, yeah. like there there's there's different from movies. That's why like there's categories of comedy that might completely not resonate with us that are enormously successful overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like there's Mexican comics who are super successful in Latin America. And like there's just that Chang guy. Well, I mean, you know uh, I know who you're talking about, uh, Ronnie Ching. Uh, there's also is, is like that the Hawaiian guy, the Filipino guy. No, he's Chinese, I think. I thought he's. I thought he's. Maybe we're talking about Filipino. a different person. Maybe we're talking. About I'm talking about person. a Filipino guy. We're talking about his mom's old field. Oh, Probably maybe it's Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Yeah, like for example, I, I can't. Him here. I can't. Just, oh, gosh, I can't man, sit. I can't sit through Joe Coy. I can't literally. Oh, no. I mean, I could sit through it, but I'd be talking shit or I'd be distracted. It wouldn't make me laugh. But I remember when Johan was here, him and a couple people were watching Joe Coy and they were audibly laughing. And I was like, okay, there's obviously an ass. There's literally a cultural layer that allows comics who I don't think are funny to be funny because of that cultural element. And it's just one of those things where. In the same vein, an American comic won't resonate with certain cultures because of that um, that cultural gap. You know what I'm saying? You ain't black. You said uh, Joe Coy. I thought it was uh, while I was peeing. I thought about this. I was like, that dude's got joke in his name. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wonder if that was on purpose. But you remember that, like, uh, uh, Yo- when Johan was here a while back, they were watching Joe Coy, and they were like really laughing honestly. And I was just like, I feel like this isn't funny, but. It's not there. I think that there's a cultural layer I mean, to it. He's had funny moments. Come on. There's going to, that's be what I'm saying. Parts. Maybe if I lived in Hawaii, he's... I'd be, I'd be less. No, I mean, I lived in Hawaii yeah. and I, I thought Joe Coy was funny when I was in fucking high school. Okay. So maybe, he, maybe it's I not just culture. Maybe it's just humor. Well, I just think gen- cultural humor isn't very funny. Like, if, like if there was some, uh, like nah. 
definitely is. It has its moments. What if you're? What if you were more connected with a specific culture? Like you and I have both been completely westernized at this point to where we don't really feel like a specific culture is ours. But I, if you're I sh- like, I shouldn't say like that's that's a pretty harsh statement to say cultural humor isn't funny. But I do think that in the same way that we have like uh, identity politics taking over people's fucking brains. Um, there is a level of, uh, oh, like just because this is cultural, it's like automatically gets to be funny. There's, well, there are some people who do cultural humor that I fucking dig, like that Arturo uh, Castro. He's he, fucking amazing. Yeah, the Alternatino, yeah. check that shit out. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking funny ass show. You're right. There is um, there is a layer. Fucking uh, Dave Chappelle, the Chappelle Show is like one of the most iconic cultural comedy shows for that sure, has ever for existed. Sure. But but like there is. It's easy to fall back on. Uh, I'm just gonna imitate my mother in her native. Like if, it would be yeah. like if you were doing comic com- comedy and the only jokes you had were just Habibi. Why do you eat too much hummus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and was, it, that's what Joe Coy is doing. It's you know not. What I it's mean? not good comedy. It's just. It's like easy for people who are from that culture to relate to it. So you're not necessarily a funny person. You're just. I can agree with that. Yeah. Oh, you're right, they, dude. Because I think write, they write it too hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I love another example. I love Godfrey's stand-up special where he's imitating his dad and doing all that African shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, dude. Godfrey though, kind of. I, I used to like Godfrey. You don't fuck he, with him he's now. Not, he's not an ally to comedy. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. He, I've heard the beef. It's 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 ridiculous that that dude uh, has been affected by cancel culture himself. Like he got fired from Sirius for um, talking about. Uh, a gay security guard that worked for Sirius. Uh, he, he talked about him, and I think he made fun of his effeminate accent, and then he got fired. Um, and then, you know, he fucking comes at Shane Gillis yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Chinese thing, and then he comes at Ari Shafir for the Kobe thing. Like, who, what universe do you exist in where you think that you should? Justice. It just it's doesn't like, make they any They did sense. it to me. But he also, like, has a huge following in, like, the Hotep, like, like fake woke black uh, yeah exactly like i think that there's part of that where he is um i a lot of times i don't i don't even know how i'm going to say this correctly but there's a lot of uh black people in rap and in and in uh comedy who i would expect to be like less um complete like they they defend uh, black culture in a in a way that you ain't black. <laughs> they defend black. They defend black culture in a way that sometimes seems unreasonable to me. But I also am not black, so I don't know exactly what they're saying. But it's like I'll hear Royce, for example, talk about like a black Royce man. the comedian, folks. I said rap also. Yo. Oh yeah, you did. I hear him talking about marrying blacks and blacks marrying blacks and that not being whack. And in fact, I don't really know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just spraying words all around like Super Saiyan. Yo, uh. David is pro-race mixing. That's where I mean, he I'm fine with it. That's where he is. He loves the white man. And uh. he loves the black man. And he loves the Asian. And he loves the Pacific Islanders too, bruh. Uh. Pacific Island. Yeah, I'm fine with them being from the islands. Yeah, I'm rhyming. Yeah, I'm vibing with the dude who's got the eyes in. He's kind of Asian. Yeah, I'm feeling amazing. Yeah, I'm going out to fucking Korean barbecue. David's had enough blondies uh, to fuck start talking uh, about the fucking black things. Yeah, he <laughs> isn't acting. He's over here. Yeah. What I, what I was trying to say is uh, 
like like how Godfrey has the whole thing where he talks about uh, black guys uh, being like demeaned in movies for dressing up like women all the time, um, or like I'll hear. Right. Well, here's. I don't. I don't want to talk about Godfrey. Anymore. Okay, sorry. Well, no, no. <laughs> Back sucks. to the Royce thing. Like Royce will will say shit about like uh, black people only being able to relate to uh, uh, like black people who they marry, as opposed to if they marry a white person, they're not going to ever completely connect. And there's a layer of that where I'm like, I I get what you're saying, but like people can still like connect of different races. You Why know? do you have to connect? <laughs> I mean, yeah, to, you're right. To, to quote. It it should be about us. It should be about trust, babe. Uh, Kelly yeah. Rowland, y'all. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, and I I don't even know how I started talking about this. Rich is doing a bong rip right now. I'm pro interracial guys because I like fucking white chicks. You know what I'm saying? It's very true. It's because they're the people that find him funny. <laughs> it's funny because the other day uh, I was hanging out with our buddy Twist's uh, Twist and his girlfriend, and then CJ's girlfriend Julie and. Um, I was making the white girls laugh and I felt good about it for a second. And then I was like, oh, wait, these are the worst type these, of people. These, these white women think I'm funny. Why am I proud of myself right now? <laughs> oh, wait. But what? I mean, I, that's the thing. When you go do a when you go do a show, maybe you do a comedy show. You have should have it. on your flyers only white women, please, for <laughs> Com- the love of God. Comedy for white girls like I like I'm, I'm following the, the Chris D'Elia path, except, you know, I'm not being predatory and whatnot. Hey, man, uh, she was 17. And he was in New Jersey. <laughs> Is that the apology he gave? Uh, it might as well have been. He handled it pretty poorly. But Chris D'Elia has a dedicated fan base of fucking brain dead morons that are going to love him no matter what. Like, here's the thing. Chris D'Elia's comedy has never been funny. So I see no reason why he's famous. So if, if you want to still stand behind him after he's come out as a predator... Fucking all power to you, honestly. It's also like that's that's just a niche that he just gets to have. It's also proven that you Wait, don't have to be funny this? to be successful. You know what I'm Chris, saying? Chris D'Elia uh, is uh, come out as a predator. Yeah, he he uh, he, he made a video where he's like, "Listen, I like younger children." No, um, he yeah. was he was caught uh, sending some uh, requesting nudes from uh, a 17 year old in a state where 17 was not legal for uh consent or whatever sure so it's it's a very it's a gray area to definitely. a certain extent but he's he's still yeah. obviously a creepy ass dude he definitely like, got yeah, creep vibes he, you know what I'm saying? there's no reason especially for his famous stuff there's no reason to be pushing that line mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing right right you should be taking extra care also to not push for me for line. me personally if she can't go to the bar like i don't really want to fucking deal with that either yeah. you know what i'm saying like she might as well be, even if they, I don't even like girls under the age of twenty five. Makes sense why I haven't seen them on any social media platform in like fucking at least four or five months. Yeah, I know that, that's exactly why. But he is back. He's like he's tweeting now. And whatnot, all this shit's on Netflix still. It hasn't been like removed. Right? No, it's, everything is still all allegations. <laughs> that's how this works. It's just, uh, I don't know. I think that he should have been canceled just because he's not funny. Like I, I think <laughs> I think what's also really yeah he, he's just not a good comedian. Let's cancel bad humor, guys. I let's cancel non-humor. Stand in. No, I love his stand-in uh, comedic side. Like he'll be there and he'll be funny and he's not saying shit because he's Chris D'Elia. All right, you know what I mean? Richard, That's Richard's how, a Chris D'Elia stand. Yes. We're, we're we're finding oh, out yeah. here. Oh. I I love him since Workaholics. Bro. Okay, he was he's, in that. He, he, was, in that, he was. It was. He the did good. He did well on work. I'll give you that. He was he, a predator. He was like. I know. Isn't that ironic? That's pretty ironic. Like, they're like, no, no, no. 
this girl, she's 18. She's a gym, gymnast. She's like, she'll stop you from being a predator. He's like, I like little boys though. And he just <laughs> fucking dude, just goes. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie, so, dude. That's a great episode. It's a legendary creep. episode. And that show is great. It's not about Crystal no, Leah know, being great. It's that show well. being great. Yeah. And, and I don't know. He seems almost like an industry plant. Like, how did that guy oh, get yeah? famous? <laughs> it seems like he came out of nowhere. He not. Was, I'm just saying he has the timing of a comedian. He does because not. He's just there. No, Richard, my, Richard every, might be right. He, he stole his whole swag from Dan Cook. And I mean, bro. that's the, the no, fucking Gen no. Z. It, That's like saying Tosh.0 stole his stand-up from no, Dan Cook. Dude. That's just how, how, what are you talking about, dude? What they do. He literally is just doing Dan Cook on stage. That's all Chris D'Elia does. To be fair, the Gen Tosh.0 Z- is a, his own being. Tosh.0 is a, there's a reason why Tosh.0 is like the most famous comedian. A lot of the a lot existed. of the fucking seventeen-year-old no, girls that like Chris D'Elia didn't ever like Dan Cook. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just he, no. Everyone that loves Chris D'Elia loved Dan Cook. I, I mean, that's a you. very broad statement. You know what I'm Prove saying? me wrong. I mean, I, there's no uh, way of proving you right either. I, I think I think Alex is right, but also Thank you. you can extend the the average age way higher for Dane Cook. They're separate. They're separate generations. <laughs> you know, it's like I fucking know, twenty years apart. I know, but I'm just saying that like. He's just doing Dane Cook. No, you're and, right. And he's I, getting away with it because of no, the separate not. generation. There's, there's so much shit in like entertainment that is blatantly just repackaging something that's already been done. And it's just, it's not good, obviously. It's just a way of making money. Like, I'm Dane not. Dane Cook was actually good. No, Dane Cook was great. And I was a fan of Dane Cook. At the time, I was too fucking foreign to understand it. I But now oh, I'm yeah. like. I look back at Dan Cook and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's funny. But at the time, I was like, this dude's weird and fucking annoying. He and was very weird when he first when he was doing like jokes about how if, if he was a girl at a bar, he wishes that he'd be able to spit acid like that, the alien monsters. That's kinda, <laughs> and then he does. He goes into a like a, a physical comedy act out of him, like spitting acid at people. And it's and it's brilliant. He's the best. Fucking yeah. a, a good ass say- comedian. I say Daniel Tosh does that too to an extent. Too. No, disagree. Daniel Tosh is not totally physical separate. at all. Totally, he's, he's deadpan. Not a, he's not a physical comedian whatsoever. He he's edgy. You know, he tells like fucking brutal jokes that you're like, oh my god, I can't believe he just no, said that. And he doesn't even t- he doesn't even do stand up anymore. He hasn't done stand up in like five years. He doesn't need to. He fucking is cashing in them ta- Tosh point oh checks. It's funny you didn't even call him Daniel Tosh. You called him Tosh point oh. That's, that is kind of yeah. funny because of how <laughs> fucking important he, that is. Because he's transcendent. I'm just saying he has a different stage, but I'm just saying. It's the same stage. It's just viewers. You know what I mean? It's just viewers. Yeah, he wow. can do it in a no, live audience. I would, I would That's argue that. the platform was. No, that, here's the thing. In, in Cook, that was the Yo. Doing stand-up comedy is, uh, it is, it has its own thing. Yeah, uh, you got to understand. There's some rules. There's some plans that you got to adhere to. It's a fucking skill of its own. Yo. Yeah, you can't fucking say that's the same as the show. No, yeah, no. Tosh.0. Yeah, or Daniel Tosh, as we like to call him, because that's his Yo. name. Yo. Just because I do a podcast doesn't mean that I would last. More than 10 seconds on the stage. Yeah, I would be so fucking lame because I got no experience. I'm delirious, thinking that I could get up there and be just uh, funny on the spot. Yeah, I'm smoking pot a lot, and now my brain's gonna rot. Oh, brain's gonna rot. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's somewhere off on the lot. Yo, the parking lot, bro. I'm drinking chiladas with all of my own hombres. Yeah, yo, you know me. I'm so cray. Yeah, I'm so crazy. Uh, everything. Yeah, I am a baby. Yo, goo goo ga 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 googie. Real quick before we start ranting about fucking people who aren't funny. Fuego by Magic Hour and Encore. Libertad by Enigma Beats. And Vacation by Unknown Instrumentals. That's funny because we usually 
don't talk about uh, comedians on our show. Yes. I can still hear us coming from the iPad. But really? But like I said, it's, I thought I turned it. I I thought I muted it. What are you looking at, Richard? What the fuck is it? Are you googling something about Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. yeah I, was at a, I was looking at a Dan Cook movie. Oh, movie. You're talking about employee of the month. That's a funny one. <laughs> Good luck, Chuck. Oh, that one is not as funny. Haven't seen opinion. that. What, what's her name? Just uh, J- Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba. She's in Machete. Oh I think my uh, level of uh, possibility of becoming successful in entertainment in general is the aspect of me being foreign. Like whether my music is good or not, and whether this podcast is you're, good or not. You're ready to lean into selling out your people for I'm success. Not, I'm not ready. I'm ready to use it as a stepping stone. Personally, and then, I think you've been using that. You've been selling out your people for success for the last 10 years. You think so? I'm also, I'm also <laughs> I willing. I've been doing this the whole time with his, with his rapper name. I'm, yeah, I mean, the rapper, <laughs> na- the rapper name totally integrates a, a foreign thing. I'm glad it doesn't have like the word Arab in it. Like there's a there's an artist called Arab but you're music. So, you have so much more depth than that. So Thank you, Richard. Not, yeah. Richard told me today that he was listening to my music on repeat. Okay? Bro, he, David has some classic fucking yeah. songs. And one of, I, I think it's, I think it's the Sultan. Like, I should. The Sultan disguise. He has, a, he has a line <laughs> where he goes, uh, ask who brought me up. They were Moroccan Spanish gypsies. <laughs> they taught me to speak quickly, to hide my money swiftly. <laughs> Those were the days. Fucking. He was basically uh, an Aladdin-esque street urchin. Chop up. It was so. It was so shameful. Dude, like chop up my. If I had no feet or something like that. What was dude, the Jimmy Hands line? Dude, shouting out Jimmy Hands. Yeah, over Jimmy here. Hands. No, no, no. You had that line. What's that line? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these flows unwarranted, and so's the motherfucking beat. Jimmy Hands chopped it up. I must be the feet. Oh I'm, yes, like I feet. must be the feet. Yeah, I'm a dog. Shit, I need a treat. Fucking it's go. funny because I feel like yeah, there's dude. also like opportunity to use the word defeat, like D E F E A T in there. Oh yeah, uh, Jimmy defeat? Hands yeah. chop it up. So there's no defeat. You know what I mean? That that would have been more clever, probably. I love and that's feet. why Alex no, doesn't put feet, out music. Hands feet. <laughs> nah, hands feet, bro. Hands feet, it's gotta be. I love the idea that that's like a dig when you are digging yourself there. <laughs> right, it's like if it's not, it, it, it has to come out more than it has to be great. You know what I'm saying? It has to be Fucking! No, that's I basically just, just David's whole entire for mantra now. for his music career. That's my, bu- that's my business model. It's not yeah. funny if it wasn't hands feet. It wasn't. It was maybe. It's not meant to. No, be you're right, Rich. Feet, it's definitely the hands feet thing. We're not that. taking your advice on lyrical prowess, Richard. With this the- isn't. This isn't about that. It was just about what I thought was pretty fucking. That was the one thing that caught me. So I'm glad know, you enjoyed opinion, it, Richard. That That's. It. I'll. I'll take that from this whole conversation. It reminds me of that Dork, one. Dork was one of my favorite ones too, for sure. It, it reminds me of that old uh, Christian hymn, uh, or no, it wasn't a hymn, but it was the. Uh, uh, Fuck! It had to. It was literally that exact line, but about God being the hands and me being the feet, or something oh yeah, like yeah. That. something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah it's it's very, very, I know what you're talking it's about. It's essentially just David just referenced that. <laughs> yeah, hey, I can't. I can't separate myself from my brainwashing. Music's got to touch you. you know Maybe we mean? should just make a video for that song, Alex, because fucking the people like it. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm fine with it. It'd be cool if we could get Jimmy Hands over here to be. It, that's never gonna happen, dude. I mean, I, I'm. I'm assuming Jimmy isn't listening right now, but Raz might be and we'll relay the message. Jimmy is a fucking homebody. I'm telling you right now. That fool is going to be a homebody. <laughs> then you got to have a house party. Get Alex over there. That's, a, that's kind Alex, of a... Come on, dude. That's kind of a trip. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Don't be a 
head. I'd rather I don't like I don't want so many friends over there. I was just over there. I would go back to GR, but it would need to be in that weird little area. Like you know how there's like four well, months. Would you go there's two months in the in the fall, and there's two months in the spring yeah, where yeah. it's good. And then that's the only time. And you would also have to be paid to go. You wouldn't just go. I mean, maybe you would go for a wedding or something. I would have to not lose money at least. (laughs) You wouldn't spend money going there. (laughs) I would have to at least not have to pay for my plane ticket. I definitely went at a, a cheaper cost than usual, but I still spent money to get over there. But at the same time, I felt like I was just I was paying for studio time by going over there because. Those fools just let me record as much as I wanted. They made beats. They fucking let me stay there. So shout out the greatest Airbnb host in the planet, on the planet, around the planet. Fucking Raz. I love that. Is Raz uh, doing his uh, Airbnb thing? No, I mean, he's just I'm I'm jokingly referring to him as an Airbnb host because whenever I'm there, he lets me stay there. Hell yeah, dude. He's like a concierge. Fuck yeah, dude. What's up with these with this Dome Americans? Oh, oh, that's right. I almost forgot. What? Uh, Dominicans. Oh, let's, let's nix oh, it. Dominicans. Dominicans. No, no, no. I think the new should be Domericans. Americans. Obviously, Dominicans worked, but it's taken by the Dominican Republic and the <laughs> Dominican people. Yeah, but they spell uh, it D O M I. I understand, but it's a, it's it's barely different, and it also shouts out. The greatest country in the world, America. You know what I'm saying? The Dominicans. It doesn't roll out. I, I admit to everything that Dom- Dominicans is better, but it's better because it already is a thing. It's it's it'd be know, like if I was like, own. hey guys, I thought of I a like really cool name for my show, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and people being like, like it could. Just, it's a great name, but I'm it's already. It kind could of just a- be spelled dumb. Dash. It's not about the spelling. Literally, it's a verbal cue. No one is ever spelling it. But who cares? Like, it's just like Dome Americans is not as great. Phone in, folks. Fucking give us yeah, your no, feedback. Let's have a poll. Like, Let's have a survey. That was good spelling. I just want. I just want to give Americans. a shout out to America, the greatest country. <laughs> also, not uh, uh, erase the Dominican people. <laughs> it's also funny. Um, a similar thing that I do that what we're doing right now is um, I'll like watch UFC and I won't know the fighters and I'll be like, well, I'm rooting for the American one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, I'll root for the one that speaks English and like South Park. Yeah, rooting for the American peeps, but also I'm rooting for the Mexican peeps, cause it's to go to Mayo, yeah. I'm fucking going, yeah. I've been fucking flowing, yeah. Feeling like a stoic, yeah. Yo, it could also be dumb Mexican. Oh, yo, I'm about to text my friend and uh, tell him to come over and yeah. we can ce- celebrate and go. Yo, let's you know, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's the show, beat. yeah. Dome, you know, oh, uh, we be free, free freestyle, oh, yeah. On the beat, yo. yeah, every dough. Me and some senoritas out here drinking tequila. It feels so fucking good, yeah. I'm about to ride through your hood, uh, Inglewood. It's so cool. There's a couple fucking dudes, they're drinking at that place. Oh, tools, never mind, it's Irish. Fuck. Put some shrimp fajitas in my burritas. Uh, oh my god, these senoritas. I'm yeah. about to see ya. Whoa, my god, yeah. Buenas noches, Nacharita. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Buenas noches. Uh, hey, the beat was called hey, Costa Rica by Labac. Oh, let's give a shout out to Poncho's Tacos. Go there. Whoa, Is Poncho, that a, it's a it's a pretty good spot in Hawaii. If I'm not Richard, we fucking dude, need back, to get our asses out to Hawaii in Puna for sure. Okay, That's yeah, because since Lukeen's burned down, 
Um, uh, yeah. Dude, don't even. Nah, bro. Actually, <laughs> don't it even. Would be an interesting, nah. It would be an interesting comparison because I imagine they'd be better. Bro, I'm, I'm just saying the Opahoa Village Lakeens was so good and the new the new location oh, you is couldn't fine, beat the but, taste yeah dude it, 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 well, the environment stuff. was really good too so like good. it was in like a historic building which is great because yeah. the new lakeens is yeah, uh, it, it like almost looks like a mcdonald's theater yeah the akibono theater which was a historic hawaiian theater it burned down in like 2016 or something and it was attached to fire huh you're trying to do a shot uh, oh, I'll do a shot. Hell yeah. We're going to do a, a little tequila shot. I said tequila because I like to make things manly. You know, uh, the Mexican language is great because they're the only language that feels the need to, I should say, Spanish language, folks, not the Mexican language. <laughs> um, the only language that feels the need to gender uh, their the, it, to gender the language. So Spanish um, dictionary no, do that. with the gender. Yeah, I don't understand. The uh, do but, that. but I assume They're David will be able to enlighten us once he comes back with the uh, with the tequila shot. Here's the thing: I have to pee, and David's opening up this tequila shot, so I'm gonna um, I gotta, yeah, let's hit him with the Chris real quick. But I'm just I'm gonna keep recording still, but I'm just gonna hit him with Chris. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And we are back with the tequila shots and our boy Richard. Cheers, Rich. Salute, me familia. Salute. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. So everyone knows that was Dave, not me. Edgy Dave. Reminds me of the Three Amigos where he's like, uh, we'll have three beers. We only have tequila. What's tequila? Is it like beer? It's like beer. Three tequilas. And then, they, t- and then they take the shots and they're all like, Oh, I, I forgot about the three amigos. Let's add that to the list of movies to watch. Oh, today. yeah. <laughs> I can't, cause here's the thing. If we want to talk about Casa de Mi Padre, three amigos might actually be an offensive movie. Yeah. But the thing about that is that they're movie actors that are impersonating like that, it, that's what makes it more offensive. Honestly, no, at it, least Casa de Mi wow. Padre was. This is no, the actually, no. Dave these, was they're about they're where all he movie actors. They're all they're all comedians in Casa de Mi Pot or in uh in uh, uh the Three Amigos. Yeah, but they're movie stars. Like they're they're acting. Right, like, but they're still SNL folk. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like in the movie, it's it's. I mean, I'm not saying that it's better. I mean, you're right. Like it's definitely got. I'm not it. saying I'm right about anything. I'm just saying that if I was to definitely compare funny, right? the offensiveness of the two, I think that maybe. Three Amigos might be considered more offensive. I think part of it not being offensive is that it dates back to like 1910. It's supposed to be like way older. And so there's a level of like the village in Mexico being more realistic. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Casa de Padre is a little more modern day. It's definitely a uh, very rudimentary, rudimentarily Filled. What is that word? Rudimentary. I would love to hear. The, I would love to try and hear <laughs> Richard yeah. try and say rudimentary. That. Is that it? Yeah, rudimentary. That's got to be it. That's got. I mean, phone in, folks. I like saying that now. Yeah, I, I, it would be cool if we could do live calls, but I think we have to have a live show. Well, we'd also have that. to just like be able to give people a phone number. Like, are they going to call our personal? No, phone yeah. Numbers? Right now, our live calls are basically limited to if we get a phone call during the podcast. Because we can do that, which we is, is kind of cool. We but, could just schedule a call. Well, yeah, or like if my mom called me randomly right now, I would just pick up and be like, what's good? Mom, you're on the show. 
My mom would actually be a pretty good sport about it. Honestly, I think that she would be an amazing guest. Yeah, which is why, I, I, like, I know that um, last, not last year, two years ago, we were all too pussy to do this. Even though I brought it up, and I was like, "What if we all just called our mom on Mother's Day for the show?" And no one thought it was a good idea. This was back when we had a third co-host who had a better relationship with his mom than you and I like both. A, actually, like a great relationship, right? With his mom. Um, and they were, and yeah, it was just one of those, well, you also weren't in for the bit either. And I are arguably no, have no. the worst relationship with my mother. Sure, so sure. It, it, really the bit would cost me the most in the long right, run. Right. So I, it was kind of shocking that no one else was, I think part of, cool. part of the having a, a bad relationship with your mom made you more into it. Cause you have nothing to lose. You know, it's like, Oh, it, I already fucking don't give a shit. I, it, Whereas I have this like cultural pressure with my mom. I like. I can't let go. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, well, I'm arguably I, yours would have been the funniest interaction because like of my, the foreign layer. Well, uh, possibly. Yeah. I think that this it, foreign combined with Christian is just a hilarious combo. It's so funny. Um, it's so like, it feels hypocritical. <laughs> like you turned your fucking back on your culture to right. accept white Jesus. And now you're just like acting white. Even, I mean, I love my mom. Sorry, mom. But no, I mean, no one's here claiming you don't love your mom. I love my mom, even though she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> but, you know, I love her with all my heart. Yeah, I, I love and hate my mom. It's one of those things where um, it's just the she loves me too much that she can't let me be my own man. You know, what <laughs> let's I'm saying? fucking get into it, bro. <laughs> she won't let me just spread my wings and fly. You know all I saying? was all I was trying to bring up was that we should call our moms on Mother's Day and put it on the pod. Um that's going to be in four days, though. Like, that's that's two pods really close to each other. I know, but whatever. Ugh. Look, I understand if you want to wimp out on the bed. I'd love to wimp out on the bed. <laughs> because I, I, I'm used to it. Maybe well, I, next year we'll finally be be uh, courageous. No, no, no. Part of, it is, part of it is I'm afraid of just, you know, like, letting my mom into the dark reality that is my existence in her eyes. You know, like, the way that we exist in her eyes is viewed as, like, this demonic... Stop looking at when the beat's coming in. Why don't you stop looking? I'm literally the producer of this fucking podcast. Maybe you don't bring up the idea that I'm producing this show okay, while I'm producing. Okay, stop fucking uh, flexing your role, okay? Because I um, am the only fucking uh, brown person on this podcast. What about that? Huh? What Look, do you think about that? I, I would be remiss to say that that was not an important role on this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm hesitant to bring Richard on as as third Mike as, just, just because he's white. I was as like, third white. It would be pretty cool if like maybe we could get a black guy to teach us yo, history. Uh, yeah, Richard, third Mike. More like third Reich. Am I right? Woo! What the fuck is this? What the fuck I like? Yeah, let's go fucking Germany. Yeah, Whoa. I'm about to fucking bleed. Yeah. Oh. Thinking about all the peeps that Yo. died out in Norway. Yo, the thing about Richard that I like what? is that he's beautiful and he's white. Uh. Yo, he's got the perfect white skin. Yo, Yo that's why I am friends with him. Yo, Hi. I have a fucking very specific group of friends that I like <laughs> to hang with. And usually, yeah, they aren't Spanglish. No, they're fucking Yo. totally English. I only hang with dudes who are not Jewish. Yeah, it's screwing. Yeah, I'm fucking drinking brewers with my homies. Yeah, they're stogie. Yeah, they're white. Yeah, I'm fucking about to hop on a fucking flight. Yeah, I just might hang with a dude that doesn't fucking come from Beirut. What? Yeah, white boy summer. Yeah, it's not a bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know we're coming. Yeah, this is the come up. White boys every single day. Yeah, we're making noise. Yeah, we're going to play. Yeah, Jesus yeah, everything. fucking Christ. That was Azul by Enigma Beats. That was the final beat. Rich. Yo, uh, CJ, you should join us for the wrap up. 
The wrap up supreme. Or are you in mid? Are you mid apex right now? Dude, it's having having a gamer for a roommate just is not conducive to the spontaneous podcasting. Yeah, having uh, a having a job is not conducive to spontaneous anything. Like people will be like, "Yo, let's hang out," and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta go to work." Dude, you haven't worked in like two I know, months. but I know that that's about to start happening over and over again. You're gonna be like, "Let's do this thing," and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I have a schedule." Well, I mean, you could just uh, go back to the delivering food. Fuck. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. <laughs> part-time, dude. I'm still going to be part-time. That means that like a bulk of my time is still available to the peoples. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going back full-time. It's just there's a level of stability that is needed for me to continue paying for these videos, for me to continue just like proving that we can rent stuff. And like, I just feel like... Here's, here's my thing, Rich. I think that uh, Dave needs to take the plunge. I think that uh, he won't know what he's able to accomplish until he's forced to do it. And uh, oh, you're mu- you're muted, Rich. Oh, I can't hear Richard. Oh, it's because it's going through the dongle, dude. Is that what it is? I think his audio is in the dongle. No, it's, oh. it's something else. You're muted or something, Rich. Hold on, we'll figure it out. I can still hear him through the iPad, though. Right. 